0: The, the thing that I've realized, and this is probably cultivates my whole, the foundation of my whole belief system, is the power of choice is one of the greatest gifts we have. And we give that up so easily.
1: Hello everyone, welcome to Radically Loved Radio. I wanted to create a place where people can go to to get inspired, get motivated, or find some clarity and get tools to create a radically loved life. I will do my best to provide information on a variety of subjects, including yoga, holistic health, life coaching, spirituality, meditation, and overall mindful living. Each episode will bring you some of the world's best spiritual leaders, entrepreneurs, yoga teachers, coaches, along with some of my closest friends, and we will talk about their life experiences and journeys to create something more of their lives and how they continue to grow to make that happen. Thanks for listening. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another double feature of Radically Loved. And now this isn't a double feature so much as it is. We are bringing back some older episodes. We've got a couple more weeks of this left while we restructure our entire show, which season seven, I know we keep talking about it, but I'm so excited to share with you all of the fun things that we are adding to the show, the things that we're doing. As you all know, we don't have a massive team that works on the show. We have a very small, tight-knit group, and so it takes us a little bit longer to do some of these things. So we are so grateful for your support and grateful for your patience. The other thing that we are super grateful for is your feedback, and a lot of the changes that we are making on the show. It's happening because a lot of you have sent us emails or send me messages on Instagram of things that you want to hear more of or the types of guests that you want to have on the show. Now, saying that, the reason why we are publishing the conversation that we are today with my dear friend and brother Henry Amar is because it's one of the first conversations that I had on the show where I really felt like, I went into a state of exploration with my guest, and Henry and I had already been friends for a few months, and this was the first time that he actually had been on the show. And it's so interesting, you know, for those of you that are out there that are wanting to start a show, that are wanting to create a podcast, and you don't know where to start, I, I'm I to to do this, but try to go back to some of our earlier episodes so you can see what a shit show that oops sorry <laughs> so you can see what earmuffs so you can see how uncoordinated and gracious we were at the beginning and it took a long time for us to figure out how to adjust the levels and how to use the equipment that we had and I honestly did not even think that people would listen I well in the beginning I I thought that Everybody was going to listen, but then I realized, oh, no, nobody's nobody's going to listen, so it doesn't even matter. Well, I was surprisingly mistaken, and here we are now, and here you are, and I just wanted to take a second to, again, give you thanks for being here. This has been many years. We've been doing this show since 2016, and granted, we did take a few breaks In between that and the beginning, just trying to figure out what exactly it was that we were doing and why we were doing what we were doing, questions that I think are important for those of you who are wanting to start a podcast. It seems like everybody has a podcast now, and that can either be extremely encouraging or extremely defeating for some of us. And what I like to say to everybody who asks me or when people message me on Instagram asking if they should start a podcast Do and follow whatever your desire is, but don't do it for any other reason than it's something that you really want to do and you want to have fun and it's something that you are passionate about because the moment that you do it because you think it's going to result in ad revenue or it's going to shoot you to the top of the influencers list or whatever, it's important for your intention to be really clear. Now, when I started the show, I just wanted it as an excuse to talk to people that I admired, to authors, to coaches, to people in the wellness world that I wanted to ask questions to, and it worked. And the playing field has changed quite a bit over the last five years. And so it's hard to imagine starting this the way that I did it now. But I will say I've seen people do it and people are still doing it. And at the end of the day, it really doesn't matter what everybody else is doing. What matters is what you want to do and how you want to do it and how you want to bring it to life. So I want to encourage you to inquire within, to ask yourself those questions, to ask yourself, what is it And why is it that you want to do what you want to do? So that's my wisdom for the day. And I know that many of you have uh, messaged me about what I had posted on Instagram earlier this week, and I am not quite ready to talk about it because I share everything here. I do plan on sharing, but just not right now. And I hope that you all understand and that you all continue to be as amazing as you are and know that I radically love every single one of you and I'm, again, so grateful for your support and for being here. This conversation was really important to me. As I said in the beginning, it's one of the first conversations that I had with Henry and we had a blast. In it's, There are some instances where I felt I could feel still my um, naivete and my, my novice (laughs) nature. And it's really sweet to listen to that girl talk to her friend. So I can't wait to hear what you guys thought. Some of you maybe have already heard this conversation, but here it is again. And we look forward to hearing your feedback as usual. And we will be back on Friday. A quick message from our sponsors. This episode is brought to you by Ancient Nutrition. You don't have to scroll down too far on your feed to see all the stories of people talking about the effects of collagen and collagen in this and collagen in that. It's all the rage. But what I found was that it's actually way more than just hype. When I had Dr. Axe on the podcast a few weeks ago, we ended up having this big conversation after we concluded And we were talking about all of the benefits of collagen and how important it was to transform your health and how it helps sharpen your mind and it makes you feel your best. Obviously, he's extremely passionate about what he does since he is one of the creators of Ancient Nutrition. I've actually been using Ancient Nutrition for many years now, and all of their products are made from the highest quality ingredients and are rigorously and repeatedly tested for purity, something that a lot of supplement companies don't do. Their best-selling multi-collagen protein powder includes five types of collagen. This is something that I learned in my conversation with him and his new book. It is the first and only collagen on the market with clinically studied ingredients proven to help reduce joint discomfort as early as day one. It improves fine lines and wrinkles after about four weeks, and it transforms your overall skin tone after about eight. It's unflavored and dissolves in any liquid, so you can put a scoop in your morning coffee, or you can do what I do and put it in your morning smoothie. Right now, Ancient Nutrition is offering 20% off of your first order when you go to AncientNutrition.com and enter the promo code LOVED at checkout. That's AncientNutrition.com, enter promo code LOVED for 20% off of your first order. AncientNutrition.com, promo code LOVED. A special thanks to Ancient Nutrition for sponsoring this show. If you've been a longtime listener of the show, you know that I've been using Thrive Market for years. We've even had Gunnar Lovelace on the show. Thrive Market is an online membership-based market on a mission to make healthy living easy and affordable for everyone. They have the highest quality, healthy, and sustainable products and the best selection online. You can buy thousands of wholesome food, home, and beauty products curated just for you. So it really creates it simple for you to get the things that you want and even discover some things that you didn't know you would like. Like the brand Lesser Evil that has grain-free paleo puffs with no cheese cheesiness and I am addicted. Look, you guys know that I've been writing this book for, it feels like a year. It's not been completely a year, but it might be here in the next couple of months. I've been really busy just trying to balance everything, teaching classes online, being able to stay up to date with the podcast, and having things delivered to my door has been so incredibly helpful. Not only that, but I know that by supporting Thrive Market, I'm supporting my community. They also focus hugely on supporting female-owned businesses. You can personalize your grocery store to just focus on BIPOC businesses and brands. It's super easy to get started and find exactly what you're looking for. There are two different membership options to suit your lifestyle. The first one is one-month membership for $9.95 a month or a 12 month membership for $5 a month billed at $59.95. So we're excited to announce that Thrive Market has a new offer for all of our listeners. If you join today, you'll get $20 off your first order plus a free gift. All you have to do is go to thrivemarket.com forward slash radically loved. That's T H R I V E market.com forward slash radically loved to get 25% off of your first order and a free gift. Thank you, Thrive Market, for being a supporter of Radically Loved Radio. Okay, those of you listening to this podcast, here's the scene. You're the hiring expert for your company, and what you really need is help making your short list of quality candidates. You need a hiring partner who helps make your life easier. You need Indeed. Indeed is the job site that makes hiring as easy as one, two, three: Post, screen, and interview. All on indeed get your quality shortlist of candidates whose resumes on indeed match your job description faster only pay for the candidates that meet must have qualifications and schedule and complete video interviews in your indeed dashboard indeed makes connecting with and hiring the right talent fast and easy according to talent nest indeed delivers four times more hires than all other job sites combined if you're hiring you need indeed So you can get started right now with the free $75 sponsored job credit to upgrade your job post at Indeed.com forward slash loved. That's a $75 credit at Indeed.com forward slash loved. Indeed.com forward slash loved. This offer is valid through June 30th. Terms and conditions do apply. And now back to our show. Henry Amar, founder and CEO of MakeItHappen.Life is an award-winning empowerment coach, impact entrepreneur, a creative, and a visionary leader with in-depth experience in the personal development, business leadership, entertainment, real estate, and education industries. Henry has lived many lives and has incredible wisdom behind it. I cannot wait for you to listen to this incredibly inspiring conversation that we had together. I'm so, so, so privileged and honored to call him my friend. I really look up to Henry and everything that he's doing, and I can't wait for you to listen to what he has to say. There's so many things I want to talk to you about, and that's why I kind of wanted to leave it open to just see where our conversation goes. I mean, there's definitely particular questions I want to ask you in regard to you know, your background and your expertise and what you're bringing out into the world, which is something really huge and amazing, and I can't Thank wait you. for you to share it with our audience. And um, But first, I want you to tell us about Make It Happen. I want you to tell us about your story, your previous life, and your current life, and what led you to be where you are, and why we're here in my living room
0: this Awesome. Afternoon. Well, first, <laughs> thanks for having me. This is amazing, and I'm sure, like, everybody listening to you knows how amazing you are. <laughs> Stop And it's it. all real and it's all true. It's not a facade that she puts on on the mic. Um, so, yeah, thanks for having me. Man, where do I start? So I've had, like, 17 lives, probably. Um, I started, when I was in high school, I've always been obsessed with music. I was yeah. that little kid that had his ears on the speaker and tried to imitate everybody. Um, high school, started singing, singing. Um, went into the music industry for six or seven years, did all the fun stuff, checked all the boxes, and then realized I was strictly like a very creative artist, but my business sense was not the greatest. And I was like, I probably should get smarter at business. So I went and started a company with somebody, which oh. was crazy. And I was yeah, I guess you learn by doing, right? And I've so backing up, I've been really obsessed with like personal development since I was like a teenager. I know it's like the most random thing. So, and, um, so for my, you know, growing up, my parents had $200 in their pocket right before I was born. So growing up, I grew up with these beliefs that, you know, in a sense it was beautiful. Like my parents, they provided, they served, you know, we did great things, but, um, but you know, for me growing up, I had these like limiting beliefs and I had these, like these things that I would look at and I would say, huh, okay. But then you'd see other people with like more confidence, and some with more success. And then I started asking questions like, "Wait, we're all human beings, and we all have free choice. So why that person? Why does that person have confidence? Why?" I started asking all these questions. Interesting. And you know, because I wanted it. Like I was like, I don't want to have these thoughts. You know. And um, as I grew older, and I became kind of obsessed with human development, because I was one of those scientists on himself, like okay, let me try this. Does this give you confidence? you try acting a certain way? You're like, okay, that's kind of fake, but it kind of worked. And I just kind of started doing that. And then I started, I got introduced to books and all this other stuff, but, um, which is, which will kind of tell you my navigation through why I make deci- made decisions I made. So I was in music for a long time with an amazing group of people. Um, and then I started a company and we did well, like we started in LA and we branched it across the world, but What kind of
1: company was it? It
0: was, randomly, it was in competitive cheerleading, dance, and leadership. Oh, wow. So it was teaching them how to do the crazy stunts and how to do the crazy gymnastics and choreography. But for me, it wasn't the cheerleading that did it. It was helping people build character through that. Because it was challenging. You're throwing people, like, so high in the air. And it's, it's team effort, and you have to do that. So, you know, and I realized in that, when I started applying the principles of success... And life principles to them, they started winning national titles and stuff like that. So I was like, huh, okay, this is working. And you see that they're making life changes. And it's not just like, oh, cool, we got a trophy. Because to me, it wasn't about the trophy. It was about who you become while you get the trophy, you Mm -hmm. know? Um, So I did that for a while. And then I had it on my heart. And I always follow that, like, intuition, spirit, you know. One day, um, this is actually my story. I'll, I'll share it. So I just felt like, go to USC. And do music, and I was like, "Wait a minute! Like, I know music. Like, you can't go to a full-time school and do music full-time to be successful." Yeah. And it kept happening over and over and over. Those thoughts, and I was like, "Okay, I'll do whatever. Like, I'll follow whatever."
1: How old were you during this time?
0: That was like probably early twenties.
1: Okay, so you were you were being really like sorty. You were already like confident within. Or you were really good at, like, listening to yourself at that time, especially. At that time,
0: I developed it. Okay, cool. It's a great cool. question. Yeah, a yeah. great, so that's probably, like, a different question, yeah. right? But, yeah, that became a big thing for me. It's like I wanted to tune into that part of me that was, like, infinite or limitless or, you know? So in the discovery through my teenage years and in discovery through, like, reading and stuff like that, I started to ask those hard questions. Like, wait a minute, what happens, of course, after this life? Why am I here Am I, like, what are my limits? Do I have any limits? Like, you start asking all these questions, and then you start meeting people that tune into something so much bigger than themselves. and like, wait, how do they do that? That was one of my questions. Like, how do I get there? Yeah. You know? And I went on a few years of learning that and honing it and realizing, wow, whenever I follow that voice, even if it defies logic, it has given me the biggest blessings in my life. Mm. And I could totally share stories of how I met my wife, how I got into USC, which is the story I was about to share, like everything that didn't make sense logically um, just happened by following that. Um, And then so decided, so I'm driving on the 110 freeway in Los Angeles, for those of you that are not from Los Angeles, <laughs> lots of traffic.
1: It's like mainly traffic. Yeah, it's, it's, like, for, it's traffic like a parking
0: brewer. lot that moves. Yeah, exactly. Like, <laughs> At a glacial pace. Yeah, case. yeah. And I was during rush hour, but also, you know when the police like swerve and they stop traffic? Uh-huh. I think that happened because I was stopped for like a while. And I'm sitting there and I'm like, okay, and I'm going to like, I go to my sacred spaces where... Like, I go to spaces that bring me that spirit, that peace. And I was on my way because I was really just staying prayerful about this decision. Because I was like, when I do something, I go all in. So yeah. if I'm going to do this USC thing, I'm not a good, I wasn't a good student. I had five W's on my record from community college because I was in community college. And they said, we're going on tour and we're going to go record. I said see ya, and oh, I was gone.
1: So this is during, so you, so those mm-hmm. W's for the people that don't know are withdrawals, meaning yes. you like withdrew and you were like, okay, I'm going to go do this music yeah. career.
0: and they're worse than F's.
1: Yeah, they are. So, <laughs> like they are worse
0: yeah, than F's. Because it's so after worse. you can drop, so I have five of them on my transcript. <laughs> and so I was like, wait, I don't even know like USC, but I just, so I'm sitting on the 110 freeway and literally I close my eyes and I'm like, I will do anything. I will move to Montana and pick gum off chairs if that's what I'm supposed to do. What am I supposed to do? And I fully like surrendered to it. And the second I did that, like I opened my eyes and I look up and I, I could show you the picture on my phone. There was a bus in front of me with a USC logo and music notes all over it. And I felt, just do both and I'll take care of you. And I was like, okay, I guess that's my answer. So I go to community college again because I obviously wasn't going to get into USC right away with my... Awesome five Ws and they're not wins, they're withdrawals. (laughs) Turned out to be yeah, five Ws. I'm five and (laughs) zero. And um, so I go back and I knew like whenever I hear that voice, I just know that's what's supposed to happen. So I go to Pasadena City College. I'm like, hey, you know, cool. I go see the counselor. I was like, I'm gonna go to USC. Like. She's like, no, like, you can't, you're not going to get into USC. I was like, what, what do you mean I'm not gonna get into USC? Like, I'm going to USC. And she's like, yeah, I don't know. Like, she's like, you should probably look at other options. And in my head, right then and there, I, luckily enough, I had the courage to say, you know what, with all due respect, I'm not going to listen to any other advice you have to give me because you don't believe that I can get to where I'm going. Mm. So any advice you give me is going to deter me It's or it's going to come from like a disbelief You know? Yeah. So I left and I was like, okay, well, that's cool. So I took, I just have it into the story, so I guess I'll finish it. So I took um, full loads. I got A's and I was like, I'm going to USC. I made the announcement to everybody and I'm running the Relay for Life, which is a fundraiser for cancer. And my sister calls me, this is like toward the end of that year. And she calls me. Um, that wasn't my stomach. <laughs> I'm just kidding.
1: No, that was Chewy. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> the
0: cutest dog ever, <laughs> by the way. You have to see this dog. It's so cute. <laughs> um, and I, call, my sister called. She goes, "Hey, you got an envelope from USC." And I was like, "An envelope?" And I was like, geez, An envelope means uh, not good. Packet means good. You know?
1: Packet is good. Envelope, we don't yeah. know.
0: So then I was like, "Okay." So long story short. Um, I didn't get in that year. And I was like, wait, what? I was like, but, but, like, what? And, you know, in my head, I'm thinking, what was that feeling? I was like, you know what? I guess I'm, I was like, I have two choices now. Do I go back to doing what I do? Or do I still pursue this USC that I felt? And I felt like, no, pursue it. So I was like, okay, so what do I have to do? So I call USC. I was like, maybe I need to appeal this. Maybe that's what it is. They're like, no. And, you know, when people reapply, the chances of getting in are like slimmer. And I was like, Oh. okay okay but I was like no I know that I'm supposed to go there like I just knew it long story short I go back I take like a full load I took 20 units I got straight A's I wasn't like a math person I got like this found this five dollar tutor that was going to tutor me at five bucks got straight A's started like this leadership stuff and then a year later I am like sitting there on my computer and I had that same feeling like stay up tonight it's like ten thirty p.m. I was like okay Eleven thirty, stay up tonight. Twelve thirty a.m., stay up tonight. I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm so tired. 1.30 a.m., stay up tonight, and I was like, oh my gosh, like this, what is gonna happen? And then literally at two thirty in the morning that night, um, or that morning, I should say, I get this like feeling, and then I get an email, and it's USC, and it says you have twenty four hours to let us know if you're coming in. Here's your financial aid package, and I click it, and it was my tuition was all paid for, like full tuition what? was paid for, and that was. And then the crazier part is my very last semester, and this will lead to my next part of my life. My last semester, um, like which I wouldn't have had had I gotten in the year before. I uh, this new professor's coming in to teach. He's a you know adjunct professor, one of the most successful guys in real estate business in the world. Like he brokered a thirty-nine billion dollar deal himself. Like, wow. well, he like put it together. His company, but he put it together, and. Everybody wanted to try to talk to this guy and I guess he comes in every and I get emails from everybody like hey He's looking for a TA and everybody's pointing at you and I was like, he'd love to meet you I said absolutely, so I go meet him and I become his TA and we become really close friends and um, And then fast forward he keeps telling me. You got to meet this guy. You got to meet this guy Jeff You got to meet this guy Jeff. I was like sure. He's like that's where you need to go work. Trust me That's where you need to go work So he introduces me to Jeff, I meet Jeff and Jeff tells me, I would never, he goes, we're so busy, we're not, you know, the only reason I met with you is because, you know, Steve recommended you, because he's very well respected, an amazing human being, one of the best people I know, and um, he, uh, and so I'm with Jeff and all of a sudden I get this job at Worth Real Estate Group where I was, my commercial real estate and development job. And in three years, I became director of investments for this like huge portfolio, which normally takes, I got to do so much, which normally takes people like nine, eight, nine, ten 10 years to get wow. to. Yeah. I was able to do so. I thought what seemed like a setback to me that one year actually boosted me forward like six or seven years. Yeah. Because I wouldn't have met Steve, who's an amazing friend of mine. I wouldn't have had the experience I've had for the previous three years before make it happen life. And I was able to work on and touch about $2 billion worth of real estate. In, in, three, in those three years and in, in different facets and work on them so it was really fascinating and I worked on them directly with the, the head of the company and the number two guy and me and those an analyst so like those four of us so amazing team so um, anyways long story short so I went from music to that business to USC Marshall School of Business oh my goodness. to Real estate development. This isn't
1: just real estate development, though. This is like the pinnacle of real estate, right? Yeah, I they're mean, like,
0: really good. They, they do <laughs> they're a,
1: really good. <laughs>
0: they, they do a lot of stuff. They're they an incredible team, one of the best yeah. out there, in my opinion. Uh, and they um, they also, yeah, they do, they own, yeah, they pretty much own a ton in L.A. Like Burbank Media District, they own like 70% of it. Wow. Um, so it's, it's really awesome. It was, and they're smart. And for me, I had the opportunity to sit in some of the smartest people wow. in business and in life. So for me, it was such a beautiful education in so many yeah. ways.
1: Yeah, what a great blessing. It says a lot about how you came to develop what you did and what you're doing now. Mm-hmm. So, um, okay, so you had this really incredible experience. You worked really hard for it. You were fortunate enough to be able to have these experiences. Mm-hmm. And then what?
0: So, um... For me, it's I love to challenge myself. I love to grow. Growth is is big for me. Um, But you know, so in 2015, my mom had gotten sick with cancer, and you know, I was in the you know, with this job, like you know, all in and stuff like that. And then my mom got really, really sick. And throughout this whole time, my passion has always been to serve and give and and share whatever knowledge or wisdom I have to give it back Mm because I've seen it change my life. Yeah. In terms of who I am, who i become. I used to be really passive. I'm obviously not passive anymore. I used to have, oh, like all of us have like little insecure, like, insecurity here and there, but I used to be totally insecure. Now I am so much more confident. I used to have limiting beliefs about like just everything. And I've broken so much of them. And I see, you know, how I've been able to cultivate those things in my life. Yeah. So giving those things back has always been a really important thing for me. Um, So I've always, even though I was at the real estate job, Mm -hmm. I would always go speak. Like I would sometimes get called to go speak at different groups, organizations across the country. And, um, and then, so I, that's always been my passion and a gift that I feel like I've been given. And it's not arrogantly saying that. And I feel like everybody should own their gifts because it's a gift. And if Mm -hmm. you don't own it, you can't claim it and you can't give it back. Yeah. You know? So I had to say, you know what, these are my gifts and I have to accept them and honor them and fully cultivate them because they're gifts... Not for me, but they're gifts to the world. Yeah. Like I've been given gifts to give back, yeah. and um, so looking at my mom, I would be in the hospital with her for like twelve hours, and I would look over at her and I would say, "Wow, like when that's me, you know, God forbid it's anytime soon, but when that's me, what am I gonna say? That I I just did a two hundred million dollar deal, and it was cool, and I have an ocean view office on the sixteenth floor in Santa Monica, or." Or am I going to say I used my gifts and my talents? That everything that you know God gave me, and I put it back on the table and said, "Give it all back." Mm-hmm. And I couldn't say that, even though I had the sexy job and the sexy everything. And I realized that I was I was closing out a part of myself mm-hmm. that was really important to give back to the world. And you know, as my mom got sicker and and everything, um, you know, she had passed away last year in March. And after that, I, had, I got a phone call and I was sitting there like just kind of pondering, meditating, praying. And I said, you know, how do I use my gifts? And then I got a text message, like not long after saying, hey, we need you to come. Um, we need you to come and uh, speak to our group. Can you come and share? This was a teenage group in Arizona. Mm-hmm. And I said, absolutely. She said, well, will you come to a weekend here with us? Like put on an event. I said, absolutely. Um, so I sent an itinerary and the first day was 10 hours and the second day was eight hours. And I get a phone call back, and the lady's like, um, Henry, everybody thinks you're crazy. I said, I am. I am crazy. <laughs> and she's like, she's like, 10 hours with teenagers, they can't sit for two. She goes, I told them to trust you, but are you sure? And I said, I'm positive. I'm 100% sure. She said, okay. So I show up that morning, and, you know, we do the event, and the end of that day, I literally remember two of them coming out. like, all of them were like, wait, it's already, it's already what? It's already 8 p.m.? This is crazy. And they were... And they were excited that like, we'll be back next day. We're excited to come back, and at that moment, it clicked. No, you know, the younger generation is hungry for truth mm-hmm. and real talk, mm-hmm. and you know that stuff. But they're not going to go watch a TED talk. Yeah. You know, they're not going to go. They may not. Most of them will go to see Tony Robbins, even though Tony is amazing. They may not go watch Open Winfrey, Super for Soul Sundays, or whatever those things are. So how do we speak their language? You know, and um, I said I need to. I need to do this, I just, I need to create this. And um, pondered it, you know, talked to my boss and everybody thought I was nuts for leaving this job. And then one day I was second guessing it and um, you know, the next day was really remarkable. We had a really powerful experience. One girl was um, harmful to herself and, and uh, just was able to channel something at that moment to share with them mm. that triggered a change in her, which one was One of cool. the teenagers that you were yeah, speaking to, yes. That triggered a change in her And um, it was really powerful because um, she's an amazing, beautiful person. And um, she was a total answer to my prayer because a month and a half, like a month later, I was gonna leave my job in about three weeks after that because that's when I finished this project. Mm -hmm. I'm like sitting there thinking, man, am I doing the right thing? Like I'm married. I'm about to go from income to zero to start something totally from scratch. I've been an entrepreneur before. I know the hustle. I know the grind and I'm okay with it because there's a purpose behind it. And literally, I get a Snapchat from that girl. And she said, Hey, Henry, didn't know how else to, how else to find you. I figured I'd send you a message on Snapchat. I hope that's okay. Um, I want you to know that um, I've been enrolled in this thing. And they asked me what one of my most inspirational quotes has been. She goes, I quote something you said at that event every single day. And she said, And she said all this really beautiful stuff. And she said, I never want you to stop sharing. The world needs to hear your message. And at that moment, I was like, I am literally, I'm for sure done with that, with, with the job. So I put real estate on pause. I'll probably start a fund at some point um, when things are settled later on in my life. But at that point, I literally went went out and said, I'm going to create something that will speak truth and light and transformation like in, in, in the best way, in the people's own way, right? Because yeah. all of us have that. And um, so August um, left my job, went... For a month to San Diego to immerse myself in like an NLP hypnotherapy, yeah. like life training stuff to add, just continue to add mm-hmm. on to my knowledge and then created make it happen.life.
1: <gasps> oh, so exciting. There's so much. This is all so, so I, like I concise, like, right?
0: I talked for like 17 years. so. No, that's totally, that's okay. good.
1: That's a long story and it's so good. And there's so many questions I want to ask you about everything. It's like, oh, I want to ask you about <laughs> that. I want to ask you about that. So I'll try and you know keep it chronological but the first thing is in regard to like this I call it divine guidance Mm -hmm. right we taught you and I like you know we've talked you've told me these stories before Mm -hmm. you know and and I love that you are attuned to that you know and I think that my question to you is for you know our listeners or for people out there listening to this uh they may be saying like oh of course Henry those are totally clear signs, you know, but like in my life, maybe I don't see those Mm -hmm. signs, you know? So how would you give somebody like that some advice? That's why I kept asking about like your inner listening. And it's like you said, from a young age, you always had this calling, you know, but Mm -hmm. it's like, how do you recognize that?
0: That's a beautiful question. First, I think everybody can be in tune with something in themselves. I think there's a power and all the virtues that we talk about, the confidence, the love, the power, the peace. I truly believe it resides in every one of us, but I think we mask it with a bunch of stuff. Um, that voice, I remember somebody told me that before I really believed it was for me. Somebody's like, yeah, so, you know, you know, whether it's God for you or whether it's intuition, whatever you want to call it, you can attach whatever name you want to it, but I believe it's there, you know? And uh, my my friend was like, yeah, so, you know, have you talked to God about it? You know, and I was like, this guy. In my head, I'm thinking this guy's from the Looney Tunes circus. Like, <laughs> like, and, and I was just smiling at him. I'm like, yeah, we're at Tony Robbins. We're eating. I'm like, cool. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I, I'm, I don't think he's the guy I'm asking advice from, because you know. So, but you know, I started to see a pattern in different people, mm-hmm. and because I thought, okay, they've done it, but I, I, I felt the calling before, and I felt like inspiration, but not at the level that I've seen it in people. Yeah. And then I said, okay. So how can I develop it? And one thing that helped me a lot in developing it was truly using it to serve. Mm. You know, yeah. it was every day I'm going to stay in tune. And even if it's not the guidance or it is, if I feel like it's right, I'm going to do it. Just so the more I honor it, the more it'll open. And that's what i that was my belief. And I, I believe that now, like the more we honor that voice, whether you may think it's your own thought, like say you're sitting there, you wake up one morning and somebody pops into your mind. And you just keep going that might have been a prompting for you to go out and call that person and be a light for them and I believe the more we exercise that muscle the more it expands at first it was always like okay well you know which I just some pops in my head I'm like I'm just gonna call them and share a light with them so hey what's up it's one blah, blah blah don't know if that's what I was supposed to do and then it got like a little bit more and I was like whoa and then one day Every day I remember when I first started to like just kind of pray and meditate, I felt kind of silly because I felt like I was talking to myself and just sitting there with like these crazy thoughts that I yeah, have yeah but um, like anything, I think sometimes you just have to like your thoughts are gonna come but you can distinguish to me it's a feeling between like my heart and my mind that just is is this peace it's like it's like has a peaceful loving wrap around it you mm-hmm, know mm-hmm. and but for me it's like just honor what you think is right at that moment yeah. and seek for it. Yeah. And, and I'm, you know, I'm just reading the alchemist again, where he oh. kind of sees a ton of things like yeah. that, where, you know, he sees the, the sign from that light right there or the fire, you're looking at it. But for me, it started small, mm. you know, and then I had a big experience one day and I was like, whoa, this is really there. But in order to, I feel like there's three steps to it. I feel like you have to have a desire, okay. like a sincere desire and then I have to feel like, then I, then I have to, then I feel like you have to really pause and say, all right, well, with this desire, what am I willing to do about this desire? Because okay. the desire by itself kind of fizzles. So for me, it's taking the time, we live in such a busy world, yeah. but it's taking the time to, and a lot of people do yoga, which is awesome, which is yeah. what you're so good at. And um, you're good at so many things. And, um, <laughs> and like, so, but taking that time to connect. Yeah. Because there's an infinite connection, and finding that station, it's like being on 10 whatever station you listen to. Say it's like 102.7 is a pop station in LA, but say you're at 102.9, maybe it's just a little shift that you need. It's it may not be a big shift. It's just two degrees, and it's being able to sit with and love yourself and accept yourself where you are. And so the second thing is, what are you willing to do, you know, to receive that? Are you willing to pause and get out and, and be uncomfortable. For me, as you can tell, I talk a lot. Um, <laughs> so it's hard for me to sit there for like a little while. I'm like, huh. <laughs> You're like, uh. You know? <laughs> and then the third thing is just do. Just to, If you feel something, just take the action. Because a lot of the things that I did didn't make logical sense. And I'm not saying, if it's safe, of course, like I'm right. not saying go and you know um, do something crazy, but take the little actions and, and listen and just believe that there is a so with the desire and belief just your action I feel like there's momentum that builds and for me I never used to be this in tune and I hope I get even more in tune yeah but I truly believe that it's for everybody and I think if you have the desire for it and if you have the inclination for it that means you're you're like you're a third or halfway there
1: yeah oh that's so beautiful and it's so true and I think that that's those are great guidelines to give to somebody who is struggling with that or struggling with connecting to something mm. bigger than themselves, yeah. you know? Um, the other thing I wanted to talk to you about is you talked about how you almost had to unlearn the limitation, right? Mm-hmm. That's how I gathered it. Yeah. Because you felt limited uh, mm-hmm. during maybe the earlier years of your life. Can you tell us a little bit about that limitation, where it came from, and what you did to overcome that, that feeling?
0: Absolutely. I think all of us have... Limiting beliefs in some way, shape, or form, yeah. right? It's what we do. It's why, you know, we want this thing and why aren't we there? It's because there's some, something blocking it because mm-hmm. if I was there mentally. So it's understanding those limiting beliefs. And I think, first, you know, at an early age, and I've developed it even more now, it's self awareness without being hard on yourself is so important. Yeah. It's a loving self awareness. Um, and to me, it's because I think if, sometimes when we're self aware, we tend to look at only the bad things. And we beat ourselves up over those bad things, you know, when, A, that's doesn't serve anybody. Yeah. doesn't serve you. doesn't serve the world. Um, so first, it's having self-awareness, but making sure it's a loving self-awareness. Yeah. Um, where I can look at my strengths and own them, but I could also understand where my limiting beliefs are and where I fall short and just own those things um, and say, okay, this is where I'm at and how can I... What do I, how can I overcome them? How can I step into my true greatness, right? So at a young age, um, realizing, so I used to A, be really passive, meaning like I wouldn't share my opinion, which is obviously not the case now.
1: (laughs) Like, who was that person? (laughs) I'd like to know what that was like. Yeah.
0: So my nickname, my my old singing group used to call me passive. That was my nickname. Because they're like, are you going to tell us what you think? I'm like, yeah, it's cool. Everything's cool. Everything's cool. (laughs) No, that's good. And it was like, and then... Um, And then in terms of like success and things. So when I was a kid, you know, I told you my parents had $200 before I was born. You know, we were living in a one bedroom place and in the one bedroom, it only fit my parents' bed and our bed. Mm. We had a bunk bed, my sister and I. And I realized, you know, in doing a lot of this, you know, some of the stuff now, I realize why. Like I do, I don't know if you've heard of like timeline coaching and other, other type of coaching where you literally walk back and you your subconscious can let you know kind of where this belief was from. I know, I've right. never
1: heard of that before. That sounds really interesting. Really Tell me
0: cool. about it. Okay. So you literally, like for me, it was, I went back with this feeling I went back to a space and it took me to this place when I was a kid. And I'm looking at my parents room because our subconscious mind communicates via images, And feelings right like it's it's imagery so it literally took me back and I was looking at that bedroom and the word that popped in my head was at that moment I believe that life is a struggle that's the belief that I said about life now mind you some of these limiting beliefs serve us really well my work ethic is crazy (laughs) but it's because I thought life is a struggle so I have to work extremely hard right so it served me to an extent but it blocked me after a certain extent. Mm. Okay. So some of the limiting beliefs are there and they, they work us to a certain point. They protect us or they work us to a certain point, but they don't serve us anymore. Mm. So I developed that belief and I kind of went back and I could, through timeline and through other stuff, Like I rewired that to mean opportunity. Oh. Because my parents had $200 and now we have a one bedroom place. Yeah. So as a kid, I saw struggle. So it's reframing and rewiring that moment because we can technically go back because one thing we know about the subconscious mind is it doesn't really even know between the difference between what's imagined and what's real so as an example and this will lead to an exercise that you could do is um if you're ever really really upset at somebody and you're so mad and your body tenses up and you're like <sighs> you're tense and your voice gets louder and all of a sudden you find out they didn't do it oh but the worst. but yeah but your body thought it did it yeah. so your body reacted or like when you're looking at a, um, TV and they're cutting a lemon and they're squeezing a lemon. Yeah. I mean, even if you imagine it right now, like imagine me squeezing a lemon, your mouth may even salivate a little bit. And on an extreme version, I don't know if you want this one's kind of extreme, but like, I won't use that example. It's but but. Why? So, Give okay, us the good. to so like or like guys that get an erection, right? Because they think something's about to happen, yeah. but nothing's gonna happen. Sorry, right. you know, like <laughs> so so like. Your body thinks so it reacts, it yeah. releases those chemicals that react to whatever emotion that calls for. Yeah So one of the exercises that we, you can do, and even going back and reframing that, is if you can create enough emotion and a vivid visualization of the experience you want to have, okay. like a true, deep, like it's not like I can do this in I imagining, but like literally sitting in it and feeling it and allowing your body to experience it mm-hmm. without experiencing it. right you know, and sometimes you have to experience it multiple times, right? Yeah. Like I can experience something I'm doing tomorrow. I can remember the future, right? you know, okay. tomorrow multiple times. Yeah. So when that comes, I'm a little bit more, my nervous system and my mindset's a little bit more wired to approach that differently. Okay. Um, so, you know, so looking at life was a struggle and I realized that I overcame a lot of it but I still had these like a couple of strings that were attached to the mm-hmm. floor okay and the more tools that I learned the more I realized like I can cut these strings and so one of it is really diving into my emotional like the emotional part of it because yeah. emotions are chemicals that are released based on a trigger mm-hmm. and everything that we do and this doesn't make sense maybe but everything we do serves it believes it's doing it for our benefit. Yeah. So if, I, if I'm if i overeating or if I'm angry or if I'm this, if I'm passive, it was just trying to protect me. Yeah. Because I didn't feel, I, I didn't know at the time I was capable enough to share. Right. Or overeating, it's to protect myself. Maybe I'm putting a buffer over my body because I don't want to be intimate with somebody. Or mm. maybe I, it's my comfort. It's yeah. where I go. Or, you know, I was working with somebody once who... The only time they had this like loving experience was over the dinner table, so they associated food with love. So oh, you know, so you know whatever those beliefs are, we're doing those beliefs because our subconscious believes that it's good for us.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You know, so um, so
1: that can be true for good habits and bad habits. Totally,
0: totally, right? Yeah, everything.
1: So rewiring, so an exercise that you said we can do is go back and put ourselves in that emotional state again Mm -hmm. to like really put ourselves there. And so then are we meant to create an affirmation or change the feeling of that feeling or sit in the feeling and then think of something else? Like how do we rewire that?
0: That's a great question. So I definitely think affirmations are good, but I think affirmations with emotion behind it, you know, because I could look in the mirror all day and say, Like, I am awesome, I am awesome, I am awesome, I'm great, without any emotion behind (laughs) it. And my subconscious just hears, like, it it doesn't really penetrate the wall between my conscious and my unconscious. Okay. But getting into my nervous system where I feel it. Yeah. Like, when I say, like, we did this exercise, um, it's interesting, Tony Robbins has a really great thing on it, um, talking about his virtues. And um, he kind of reaffirmed this whole process that I was was working through and I had learned before that... um, Instead of saying like, you know, I am love, like I am love, like yelling it like that. Sorry if that's loud on the mic, (laughs) but, you know, it's like that, does that really exemplify love for you? Or can you get into that state and say, I am love, feeling that love?
1: Hmm.
0: You know, if you want to say I am, am," like one of mine is I am love. My first one is I'm connected to the divine, to God. My second one is I am love because I want to be that for people. My third one is having, is I am unbound confidence, which is like. No limits. Like, you need me to do something, I got it. You yeah. call me, I got you, you know? And the fourth one is I am intelligence because I want to receive as much intelligence as I can so I can give it back to the world yeah. and serve where I'm called to serve, you know, in in serving through my company, through these media things, through all this other stuff that we're doing. But um, so it's a matter of putting the emotion behind those affirmations yeah, um, and really getting into the emotional state to where you can f- let your body release it. Mm. Another thing when you're doing... The affirmations or the visualization is go back to a moment you felt it even for one second. So say you f- you want to really feel confident, go back to a moment you felt confident even for one second, and talk about it with somebody mm. and describe it. Take like deep breaths and just really put yourself in that situation. And as some people may say on the listening, they say I've never had a confident moment in my life. So then imagine somebody that's the most confident person you know, and literally like integrate yourself with them so the subconscious mind works in imagery right so the brighter we make something the louder we make something the more close we make something the more bright we make something like all those sub-modalities the more it like the the more impact it has on us yeah
1: the more integrated it'll become
0: totally but if i if i don't want something i can make it dimmer i can make it smaller i can move it away in my imagery and you could feel the difference yeah Um, so one other way is some people that I've worked with that don't have that. We can, we create this whole thing and allow them to get into that emotional state through somebody else. Um, but so yeah, so visualizations, affirmations with emotion in it and literally just taking some deep breaths and really getting, describing and talking about that experience you've had and really like allowing your body, your mind. So your whole nervous system gets into it Mm. and you start rewiring Rewiring things and not beating yourself up if you don't get it right, but using that as an opportunity to strengthen it.
1: Yeah, to strengthen it and to try again. One of the main, one of the uh, things that I like to to teach, you know, I, I do a, a workshop or a retreat on intention, right, or the mm, art of intention. I love and, that. uh this is so. I mean, this is really the same thing. Uh, one of the things that that I say that you know, my teacher is, has told uh, me is that you have to set an intention that is more compelling, Mm. that's bold, that's going to propel you to continue to move more towards it than it is you focusing on your past.
0: Love that. Right? So good. So, but
1: that's the same exact thing that you're saying, right? It's like focusing on those emotions or those things that you want to bring in and dim, you know, I love the visuals that you're giving. It's like really dim the light of the things that are mm-hmm. affecting you in a negative way because I feel like so much of our stress or discomfort mm-hmm. or our own insecurities stem from the brightness of it.
0: Totally, Right. totally. Or
1: they kind of hang out at the surface mm. and you know, we need to be able to unravel those things.
0: Yeah. Um,
1: so much. I want to like continue talking that. about these. So, like
0: one little thing to add is understanding the benefit of why we do that. Like oh, if you yeah. if we can dive into why do I get stuck in my past? If you can dive into the emotional thing and just put that same benefit in the future, oh. so your subconscious mind like allows you to let go of it. Yeah, you know as well. Like because if it believes there's a benefit to staying mm-hmm. in the past, and you don't fully understand it and it's not included in what you put in the future, yeah. then it's going to keep attaching itself to it.
1: Yeah. If that makes sense. So it does. And, and my question I, to that is what about when somebody, um, like they're doing these practices, right? All of a sudden they're like, you know, listening to this podcast and they're like, oh, I'm gonna try and do this visualization and try and do these things. And after about a week they're like, well, it's not working. Mm. Like how long do you think that it takes for us to begin to really rewire our brain or mind or our belief system?
0: Totally, so I think two answers and they may seem like they contradict, but they don't. (laughs) So I think they could change in a second right? But I think sometimes we work ourselves up to be able to make that decision and we really let go, oh, right? Yeah. So however long it takes, is the, if it's <laughs> worth it, right? But if that's the right answer, because if it's worth it to you, then however long it takes is the right answer. So because it's, it, it's worked. And the thing is that, so I'll give you an, a perfect example. So one of mine is I realized that I, this is a funny story and I don't think that, I don't think not a lot of people have heard this story. So oh this wow, kind of great.
1: Like, Let's just send it to yeah, yeah. <laughs> people here you go.
0: So um, I, I grew so much in terms of like being confident and not being passive, but there are certain instances where I would feel like that binding, that hesitation that I used to feel. And I'm like, whoa. And instead of like resisting it, I watch it. and I'm like, wait, why'd you show up? What's happening here? And what, what triggered that? Like what's the thing that happened there? And one of them was, so in that company I used to work with, um, the main guy, awesome team by the way. But for some reason, whenever I'd go share something with them, I'd have this weird feeling and I don't like weird like those feelings. I I wanna be free, right? Okay, like Henry's yeah. about freedom and being <laughs> free and like not free like hug like you know, <laughs> like if you hug freedom. a tree it's cool, but like I'm not gonna run down the street like skipping free, but I may if I feel like it. <laughs> but um, I would feel this like binding and you know with my former boss and he doesn't know this, so if they hear this, it's going to be hilarious but one day I go in with this like paper to present when I first started working there and he had a very very strong personality and um, you know and I went in and I shared this thing and I left and I realized whoa you're you're feeling like a little like I'm aware of how I feel and I was like this isn't good like it's good I'm not gonna say it's bad but there's a trigger here that happened. I'm not going to allow this in my life because I don't want to not be able to share and express and feel bound by something outside. me. Like, let this insecurity control me or fear control me because I'm, I'm not about that life, right? So um, so I went home and I just literally, I, I called it, I was telling my friend this two days ago, I literally called it like an intolerable, like I will not tolerate being playing less than what I was born to play. Mm -hmm. Like, it's an intolerable. That's not even a word in the dictionary. I love that. But like, I call it my intolerable. So So if something happens that day that's an intolerable, I won't tolerate it. I'm gonna figure out a way to break it out of my life or expand it, right? Because sometimes it's a strength that just needs to be over to the good side. Yeah. Um, Like, an example is someone's really sensitive, Mm -hmm. right? That's a strength, but could also be a downfall. Someone's passionate, that's a strength, but could also be a downfall if you're an angry person, Yeah. right? So a lot of these are actual strengths. So they're beautiful things, so I don't resist it and beat myself up over it. It's like, Henry, okay, I love you. You're awesome. Um, I don't know why you're triggered, like why you feel constrained there. Like, what are you afraid of? What's the deal? It's like, how am I afraid of? You know, and then I was like, okay, that's an intolerable. I will find a reason. I'm going to get and do all these Things that I tell you to do right now. I'm gonna get into that state, emotional state. I'm gonna just set, set the intention in yeah. the future. I'm gonna find myself sitting in front of him at peace, present, and contributing so much love and light in that conversation. And I, I did it in my head. And then the next day, I found a reason to go into his office. And I did it every day for like, probably, like, I, I probably had no reasons. So I was like, Henry, why are you like, what are you <laughs> sharing? I'm like, oh, uh, uh, hey, how you doing? <laughs> just <laughs> you no know? reason you just yeah. show up. I was like, just... I, I will not live with this because every <laughs> binding in my life is, covers some sort of light that I could offer somebody else. Yeah. You know, because, and, and it ended up like, I ended up having an amazing relationship with them. We had amazing conversations mm. that were very heartfelt. Like after I was able to break that and had I not gotten that out of my system, I never would have realize that we could mutually impact each other and serve each other wow. on such a higher level. Yeah. So um, that's kind of the story to, to go back to. That took me, you know, a little bit longer than some things take me one day. And I'm like, I will no longer tolerate that. I'm done. I'm sure some people have gone through things. They said, I'm done. That's it. Yeah. And because at some point, the threshold just tips off and your nervous system says, I'm done. But here's the trick as soon as you hit that threshold when you're done, if you don't take immediate action, that closes again, you have to start over. <gasps> oh. So you have to take action when you're in that emotional state. Yeah. Just take action and let your body realize this is your new identity. Yeah. If that makes sense.
1: No, that yeah. totally makes sense. I, I love that story. And it's important for us to recognize when we have those intolerable things come up. Can you mm. give us a couple of examples of what's intolerable?
0: Yeah, totally. So... Um, and, and you got to handle it in the best way, but somebody that mistreating you, you're in, you're in a non-healthy relationship mm. and you stay in it. Either it's intolerable, either you need to fix it and find a way to love that person and lift your relationship or find a way to make something work. You know, whatever that means to that person, cause I can't say go or stay or whatever. Yeah. Um, it, it could be your surroundings. It could be, um, these limiting beliefs that you have. A big one for me, and I know it's a big one for you is, um, like, really living who you're meant to be, mm-hmm. like not tolerating yourself living smaller.
1: Yeah.
0: You know, um, not tolerating, in a sense, and you, you said it so I love it on your podcast how you said, um, except life is perfect. And I know that um, people think you're, what, what do you mean life is perfect? But to me, resisting life, like, I believe life could be one big boot camp for me to grow, it's a big playground, you mm-hmm. know? And an intolerable for me is when I become close-minded and I don't extract good from everything that comes to me. Wow. And, you know, my mother's death was really hard for me, mm-hmm. but it would, there were beautiful moments that we had and I've grown so much from those moments. And instead of looking back and staying there, I said, I will honor her with my life. She sacrificed for me and I will honor that sacrifice with who I become, you know? So it's this decision. So I don't tolerate for me. We can make a decision. I will never tolerate playing a victim. Yeah. you know I could be a victim in something but I will not let my let, not let myself suffer more than I need to mm-hmm. you know so that could be like a, a, a self awareness toleration like where um, and that's not even the word but it's um I make You're up words up. all the time that's I'm good. like, like intolerable we'll not it. a dictionary I <laughs> all stuff, you know. no I like it it's but, good. Um, so um, you know, so it could be internal, it could be, I won't tolerate this kind of behavior, but look, it's not like I'm going to be mad at Henry or pissed off at Henry because he's like this. It's like, I love this Henry, and a year from now, hopefully I'm a billion times better version of Henry, but I'm going to love this Henry because this Henry is the guy that got me to the next Henry. Right. So sometimes we're so mad at like ourselves from 10 years ago, yeah, we're like, exactly. I can't believe you were like that. I
1: can't believe you did this, yeah. or I can't believe that you let this happen. Yeah. Yeah.
0: That same person you're mad at is what got you here today. Yeah. And it's the same and you loving them and forgiving them is such a huge part. Let them grow up into the person you are today yeah. as well. So
1: So I love the way that you're that Henry's talking to Henry, right? There's like a there's like a tenderness and a love there. And I think this, you know, speaks to our own self-critic or mm-hmm. how we talk to ourselves sometimes or how we talk to ourselves we would never talk to another person Absolutely. sometimes. So how important is that internal dialogue and how important is the tone of that internal, internal dialogue uh, to our own self-development?
0: Oh my gosh, it's huge. And I love how you said that you would never let we would never talk to somebody else like that. We would never let somebody else talk, talk to, to us, us like, like that. We're that. <laughs> like, uh, who are you talking Especially to? Especially us. wait, yeah. <laughs> like, wait, what? Like, um, who, do you know who you're talking to? <laughs> Please. But um, <laughs> in a very loving way, of right, course. Of course. I'm, course you know. Always. But um, <laughs> so, yeah, it's huge. Oh my gosh, it's huge. And look, the mind will always go to the negative things. It's always looks for survival, right? It's yes. an old mind. It's, it's a mind that's built to survive. So yeah. it looks for the fears. It looks for, you got to be careful of this. You may not be good enough for this. You may not be good enough for that. But if everybody just paused, like an Eckhart Tolle says it a lot in a lot of people, but you could hear your thoughts, your spirit, your heart, your, your soul is not your thoughts. There's two different thoughts going on, like the deeper sense of who you are and these thoughts that are always just trying to make you survive and protect what you already believe. Yeah. So they're really, really important. And the more you've I read this statistic the other day. This was, like, last week, and I don't know how accurate it is, but it said um, something like 98% of our thoughts are repeated daily. Like, we repeat 98% yeah. of our thoughts daily. Yeah. So that's crazy.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's something like that's uh... – what what I've read in in the study of like neuroscience and mindfulness meditation is that we have um, about fifty thousand thoughts per day, and about ninety percent of them are the same. Is it
0: ninety? Oh my gosh, yeah. that's crazy!
1: Right? So yeah. it's like, what are we thinking? So, but but it's also important for us to recognize that it's a choice what we yes. think about.
0: Oh my gosh, one zillion percent. If I don't know the next number above that, but if there was, <laughs> I would say that one. So, um, so like, so I guess it's the the thing that I've realized, and this is probably cultivates my whole the foundation of my whole belief system is the power of choice is one of the greatest gifts we have, mm-hmm. and we give that up so easily, oh, you so- know. And I think a lot of us tend to sleepwalk throughout the day or check the boxes off and wake up at night and say, what happened today? Mm -hmm. You know, when life is meant to be lived, like fully lived and not just existed, I love that quote. And like also the power of choice, making the conscious effort. And just because there's a little resistance, like having it be so important to you and living a life that you love, that you wake up excited for, like wake up happy for, all of us can create that. Some of us may think, oh, it's not for me. Like I have this job I don't love. Look, you could start preparing now for a year from now, two years from now to, to leave your job and start something if it doesn't serve your purpose. You don't have to make some drastic decision, right. you know, but the power of choice, we have to take it back and we have to use that. Like, I love that you said that and consciously choose our day, consciously choose our life. Like, be the decider of our life, like act and not be the puppet, like be the puppeteer, you know? Yeah. Um, that is so big. I, I'm such a fan of that. And that's why like, one of the models for Make It Happen to Life is create a life you wake up excited for. So I put that in a lot of the you know Make It Happen to Life slogans or whatever, because to me, it's about creating that life, not just in terms of career, yeah. but for me, I knew that being in that office was a box for me. It was a very sexy box with an ocean view, but it was still a box. you know for me because it wasn't (laughs) some people love it some people like live in it that's
1: their jam
0: yeah and so what is your jam you know like what is your passion and some people like well how do I discover it or I have it but I don't know what to do with it just be patient and cultivate it and sit in it yeah and be mindful and be present for a minute and just allow yourself just to be creative and be but um Anyways, I go off on rants, and
1: no, that's good. But actually, I this is a perfect segue to you telling us about Make It Happen. Life and what's that? What it's about?
0: Okay. And what you're doing? So, um, Make It Happen. Life is a basically the purpose of Make It Happen. Life is to bring like real, practical, transformational inspiration through pop culture mediums, meaning media, festivals, music events, you know creating these so all this you know there's so many things in the pipeline for us um, so and, and of course like through group coaching and group other mm-hmm. stuff like mm-hmm. that but making it speak the language of you know everybody because I, I do work with people that are in their 60s and 70s that are really successful but it's speaking the language of the younger generation it's yeah. the millennials it's Gen Z you yeah. know and um, so how do we create that language how do we make it to where something they'd want to flip on. How do we modernize Ted? Yeah. You know, how do we modernize, you know, all these things that are happening and bringing them to this generation in this world? Right. Um, so right now we just we have a bunch of short videos up of me just sharing like a minute of goofy insights. <laughs> <laughs> so they're great. And we're gonna
1: link them in the show notes so oh, people cool. can check them out. Thank
0: so, you so yeah. much. Um, And um, we're launching a ton of stuff. We're actually just launching a new campaign, a marketing campaign um, this month, which is gonna be really interesting to see how it manifests. Um, Creating a ton of new content, um, partnering with different influencers. Um, One of my friends and I are gonna put together an event in uh, I think June, bringing a lot of like the celebrity influencers and things like that and bringing this holistic approach to success in life and creating a really cool event um. So yoga is included, and yes. sound bath, and of course, you can't have yoga without Rosie, because <laughs> exactly. it's kind of like having like peanut butter without jelly. You know, <laughs> it just so doesn't. It doesn't.
1: Nice little plug. It in doesn't there, go. It.
0: You know. So <laughs> FYI, people.
1: That's <laughs> so, so funny. You know, actually, one of the things that I want to ask you in in sort of uh, addition to this, you know, and and you are acting in the world as a light and as a guide. So you are living your purpose and it's beautiful for, for us to all be able to see that because we, you inspire us, you know, and I think it's so wonderful for you to just make it happen. Shameless plug. (laughs) Um, (laughs) So how important is it for the people in, in, in this realm or, you know, our listeners that are listening to this for, you know, a, a deeper connection or to just get inspired or, Um, are are looking for tools for living, Um, how important do you think it is, is it to have either a coach or a mentor or a guide in your life? Do you work with any people uh, that you look up to or that coach you? Or
0: huge. It's humongous. Like to me, I invest so much into myself because the common denominator in everything we do is ourselves. Mm -hmm. So if we're going to invest in anything... Let's, let's make this machine run at optimal strength. And a lot of times, I mean, I am so self, I, I, I'm not, I, I try to be as self-aware as I can be, but I, when someone else is sitting there and you know, surrounding yourself with a coach, or events, or whatever, books, this podcast, other podcasts that, that bring light to you, to me, you're constantly feeding your spirit and your soul. If you don't eat, you're not gonna be strong, and you need that food, but also an individual coach will be able to extract everything out of you. Mm-hmm. Like I am self-aware, but I need people to sit there and juice Henry and say, nope, sorry, like I had this, um, I'm pretty transparent, I had this crazy, um, I have this very, very, very <laughs> ambitious goal, <laughs> very ambitious, to where it stretches me, like you said, you have to put bold yeah, intentions, yeah, right? That's right? This one stretches the heck out of me, right? <laughs> And I, this is hilarious, oh my gosh. So I'm talking to my sister on the phone and I'm like, you know what? This is, I know this is a crazy goal, but if I have any limiting beliefs that block me from this goal, I want to feel so uncomfortable because we make changes because of pain and pleasure, oh. right? So I said, I want to feel so uncomfortable until I break that belief so I can accomplish my goal. I kid you not. I hang up the phone, maybe like five messages poking at that one thing like so it's a financial goal you know like literally i hang up the phone and i get like one text hey so that invoice we told you we're going to invoice you in june we're actually going to bring it to now we need it soon it's like a hefty one and all this stuff because we're investing a lot of money into all these really cool things you are doing and all of a sudden out of nowhere all these things happen and all of a sudden my trigger just went bing and i was like i have some okay this is good Wow, and it was like my mind was like you know it, i got in this state and i was like well i haven't felt this uncomfortable in a while like it was ex- it was very extreme like all in a matter of two hours wow and you know so careful what you say because <laughs> yeah. it will happen and i call, oh. i texted my sister i was like dude Just so you know, what I told you is happening. Wow. And it was for a week. I was so uncomfortable and I'd step in and I would work it out. But I I truly believe that nothing that happens in our lives is bigger than us. Mm -hmm. So if if you're going through something that's really hard, take it as a compliment. Yeah. Right? Um, So at that point I was like, okay, thank you, but this is crazy. And I had to have somebody outside of me say, Henry... And it's, sometimes they'll even say the thing that you say to yourself, and sometimes it's different.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: But it's somebody like not letting you tolerate a lower version of you.
1: Right. Somebody else keeping you accountable for your intolerables. Exactly.
0: And <laughs> and, and like helping you find new ways to achieve, because I, while I study this like crazy, I'm obsessed with this stuff, I'm constantly learning. And yeah. I, you know... So I think a coach is humongous. And if you don't have one, I highly recommend you get a coach. And I highly recommend you find somebody that feels the best to you, that suits you, and that challenges you and doesn't just pat you on the back and say, go, keep going. Yeah,
1: keep going. Everything's great. It's like, no, you want somebody that's going to ask you those probing questions and Mm -hmm. that's going to push you to becoming the best version of yourself. Yeah, absolutely. I agree. Thank you for for that. Can Um, I share
0: one thing that came to my mind? Yes. Yes. I just feel like I should say this, and I always just follow what I feel, but like, you're important, Like you are important, and you may not believe it yet, or you may not fully realize it yet, but you are. Whoever's listening, you, me, you're important enough to love yourself, you're important enough to live a happy life, and you're important enough to actually create your life and take charge of it, and you're capable of it. So if you think it's not you, this is you. Everybody is, and you may think you're not as good as the next person, but you are. That greatness is already inside of you and it sounds cheesy and cliche, but it's true. And I'm speaking about it from a personal standpoint. I used to feel not good enough. I used to never share my voice. I used to never share this, but sometimes the people that have the hardest time actually have something really incredible to share. Mm -hmm. And I think everybody does personally in their own right. You know, this may be my medium, you know, and this is your medium. And somebody's media may be a teacher. Somebody's media may be at their office, Yeah. whatever it is. But I just really felt like I needed to say, like, whoever's listening and you are important and you're important enough to take action and not settle in your life. I just feel like I should mm,
1: Thank you so much. I think that we can't ever hear that enough, mm-hmm. all of us. Uh, so thank you for that. So I want to be respectful of your time. Uh, I just have a couple more questions mm-hmm. for you. Uh, one of them being... What are some words of wisdom that you live by?
0: Ooh, great question. Um, <laughs> words of wisdom that I live by that really, I am, that I am. There's a there's a background belief that I can become whoever I decide, and that I can I can create. Best version of Henry, and it's in my control. Mm. And the only thing I can control, and this is this kind of tags on to it: I create more peace in my life because I can I only control the things that I can't control. And the rest of them, I'll do what I can, and the rest of them I give them to God. Mm. And I'm like, this is what I can do, and this is what I'm gonna do. My mom, this is all I could do. I did the best I could, I loved her more than I ever could imagine. And I couldn't control the outcome. So I get on to God and, I, and I'm and i resting in those things that I can't control. And there's that whole serenity prayer. You know, God grant me the serenity, you know, the peace to accept the things that I cannot change, the courage to change the things that I can, and the wisdom to know the difference. We could change a lot of things, but it starts internal first. Mm. Um, so those are two really big ones I live by, and that. Um, that I truly believe everybody has, including myself, has a light and a calling to give to the world um, and a love to give to the world, starting with their family and, you know, going out outward. But, you know, some people may not have a similar family or, a, you know, healthy one, but providing it in what way you can. And if they're not acting a certain way, you do what you can and you give the rest away. Yeah. You know, so those are kind of a couple mm, of
1: no, Oh, that's great. That's great. So... Part of this podcast and what I'm doing in the world is uh, about radical love, right? It's radical love, radical self-acceptance. And so it's out of this belief, uh, pretty much everything that you're saying, right? How you live your life is that we are all important. We all have special gifts. We're all unlimited in our own abilities and power. And we are all radically loved by source, God, God presence, whatever it is, universe supports us regardless of what we think our character defects are. So the next two questions for you are, is number one, how do you feel radically loved and what do you radically love?
0: Mm, That's a great question. Um, How do I feel it? I feel it in different realms. Um, I feel it when I am genuinely still. And it, from a source, and I feel it when I'm serving, mm-hmm. when I'm using my gifts to help somebody. As weird as it sounds, when I'm loving, I feel it the most. Um, and when I know that one of my mottos, one of my biggest ones actually, and I didn't think about it earlier is really, wherever you are, make sure everything is left better than it was than before you got there. So if it's a business, if it's a person, if it's anything, I need to come in and I need to be present enough to where in this conversation, hopefully in some way, shape or form, I was able to like, bless your life and serve you and love you in the way that you needed at that moment, no matter who we are. I need it. We all need it, right? Um, so I feel it when I'm true to that statement, when I'm aware of that. Um, I feel it when I see love in other people, like when I see a, someone doing that same thing for somebody else. Um, I feel it when um, somebody is, um, yeah, so many ways. I think, I feel it when I stop to actually be aware of it. Like right now, when I was thinking about it, I was like, love. And as weird as it sounds and as like hippie as it sounds, like I was looking outside, I was like, you know, if you pause and you look at the trees outside and you recognize how blessed we are in this world and being gratitude, like I feel it right now. You know, um, so that's how I feel it. Um, what do I radically love? Oh man, I love, man, it sounds cliche, but now I, I like love life and what, what um, there is to come because I realize that it's mine to create and it's a playground. And granted, look, people that see me know that I smile like 23-7, and, um, but I struggle through stuff. You know, I have really difficult trials, like, all the time. And I think that's why I've developed into who I am. Um, And so I'm diverting with this, like, other thought. But I remember when I was reading one of the books, um, I was reading this book that said, um, I think it was Michael Jordan when someone had murdered his father. He said I had two options. I could own it or I could play the victim. And I decided to own it. So I decided at that moment to own it. And I realized, the second I realized I have the power of control, choice in my life that i could choose it i became a little bit more excited about life um so i radically love the life and um man i love truth that's actually that's it i was it took me a while to get there you saw me think through it
1: i like it though it's all everything that you said to get to this
0: i love truth i love and someone's like well what's truth whatever resonates to your heart that's right
1: Henry, <laughs> like so. we can literally have this conversation all day, and I actually we're we're gonna have to do this again. Well, um, thanks for
0: ha- thanks for sorry about, Like talk for no, seventeen hours. No, this is hours.
1: so this is so good, and I I pray that our uh, listeners will email us anything that they want to share or something that they're confident about earlier when you were like, oh, you know, share it with somebody. This is a great, you can email either of us. Yes, please. um, And share what you're confident about or what you feel good about because we love to listen. Um, Will you tell our listeners where we can find you all your information, please?
0: So makeithappen.life. You can go on www.makeithappen.life. You can go on Facebook slash (laughs) makeithappen.life. I know Instagram. What do you think it is? Make it happen. <laughs> <laughs> <dot> life.
1: <laughs> make
0: um, If you want to email me, um, you can email me it's Henry at Make it happen. Life. There's a lot of Make it happen. Life's there. Yeah, there's a lot. Um, it's funny because those of you who see my videos or know like my intro is always the same. Like, what's up, everybody? This is Henry Mar from Make it. <laughs> I'm getting these random like video messages of people imitating me back, and it's really cool. Um, or people that say, like, <laughs> we'll be sit there, and someone's like, hey. Yeah, let's uh, let's you guys ready? Let's make it happen. It's someone in the background yells dot life, dot live. <laughs> like, that's cool. <laughs> so, so make it happen. life is what it is. Um, email me at Henry. Make it happen. life. Yeah, and just you can follow us on any one of those things on Twitter. It's not make it happen. Dot life because they don't let you. It's too long. Oh. So it's M I H D O T life.
1: Oh okay. So it's
0: like it's kind of slangy.
1: Okay, it's slangy. It's trying I to be like cool. It we will uh link all of your videos and everything on the show notes including the picture of that bus with usc
0: okay totally and,
1: yeah because i think it's cool if we share that i took it people.
0: with my like old ghetto camera but you'll see it if yeah, you zoom in it's perfect
1: see it. we'll, we'll post it on there okay um henry i just want to thank you for coming over and hanging out with me first of all thank you and for being part of this beautiful community and for sharing your wisdom and your light and your love and for doing what you're doing you're changing so many lives out there and i am excited to see what you do in the next coming years because i am be right there watching big oh, fan and um that's it thank you thank so much
0: you. thank you for what you do and i'm sure those of you listening listen to all the time you know how awesome she is but <laughs> she really is like i'm not even just saying that like She's so freaking cool, and I'm so honored to be here. So, like, I'm not even just saying that. Like, people that know me know I don't say things to say them, and I'm totally serious. Thanks, Henry.
1: Uh, Thanks, everyone, for listening. Thank you. Hey, everyone. Thanks for listening. For more information, visit www.radicallylove.com forward slash podcast to read all about today's guests or past guests, you can click on any of the links or for more information, you can always follow me on Instagram at Rosie Acosta or Twitter at Rosie Acosta And let us know what you thought.